0: Welcome to the maiden voyage of the Alchemy of Wellness podcast. Southern Alchemy Wellness is a holistic wellness space and retail store devoted to the support of healthy living in the physical and virtual community. Our physical space is located at 4819 East Bush Boulevard, Suite 104, and we hope that you will come in and see us. I am one of your hosts, Tracy Person, and I'm here with my co-hosts
1: darren person i am the co-owner the promotions manager and operations manager of southern alchemy wellness here in tampa and i am howard word the producer and the general manager of wtmp radio
2: and i'm so delighted to be here with tracy and darren and our esteemed guests in here to learn and add to this conversation
0: Awesome. Great, great. great. Just a little bit about uh, who we are. I have been an educator for 20, 25 years now. I took the shift to herbal healing. About five years ago and in earnest, three years ago. So this is the uh, realization of a dream that I am so excited to be realizing. Something that I would like to see come out of this wellness is a real exploration and conversation about all the different ways that we can embark on healing physically, spiritually, emotionally and uh, mentally.
1: Okay, Just to introduce myself, I'm Darren Person uh, For all you folks, uh, you Tampa Bay Buccaneer fans out there I am from the enemy line I'm from Kansas City originally uh, Raised there and moved to New York after I received my Master's in Theater and Film I am a film buff, historian, uh, and all around just a jack-of-all-trades But uh, I joined this journey with my wife five years ago so i'm basically a in training i'm an apprentice of all this while she's the <laughs> expert and the master she's kind of showing me the ropes and take me under her wing so even though it's taking me a little time to get caught up with this i am going all in because i really believe in our philosophy of helping our community holistically and pursuing things towards better health and it's howard again
2: i am a veteran of this great country I am a journeyman millwright, that's right, I'm a welder, I'm a builder, I'm a blueprint reader, but in this holistic journey that I am embarking on this maiden voyage, I too am an apprentice and I am looking for the genius of Miss Tracy and the genius of Mr. Darren to guide me in the right direction so I can also become a journeyman in this profession itself.
0: All right, Uh, today our topic is the healing power of touch. And there are so many different things that we can say about touch. Um, Just starting in the beginning of life in so many different birthing situations around the world, not as much in the Western um, uh, state of things, but definitely around the world. The minute a child is born, they'll take the child and they will place the child on the mother's breast. So that the child can have contact with the mother, feel the mother's warmth, smell her skin and experience that first parental touch that welcomes them into the world.
2: Uh, but I thought the first touch was to expect the child to make them cry, then put them <laughs> on the... I think
0: uh, in the yeah, West, yeah. that kind of is okay. your first uh, point of contact. Can you imagine, <laughs> like, the difference between, like...
2: That's a lot of different touch yeah, right there. I know, right? You're, you're here, wow. Start
1: and off into the world with a, yeah, a little show of that, gentle violence. So the ones that get,
2: they, get that touch when they yeah. wake up, those are the ones that don't mind going to get their own switch off the feet when they get up <laughs> right. for a different kind of touch, as opposed to that warm, fuzzy touch. I can't know. wait to explore all these different touches. I had no idea that we were going to talk about this oh, many touches yeah. just, just in the beginning of the show. How are yeah. you
0: want to be born again, right?
2: <laughs> in another country,
1: <laughs> so that you can nah, get, nah, get the, the. I'm a born again. Um, we'll get to that later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting to realize that the first sense of touch isn't that whack that we're talking about, or even the doctor's hands when the baby's de- being delivered. But the change in temperatures, because you can understand that while the baby is inside the womb, it's in its own little environment. That's his world. and Of course, there's a certain temperature because Uh of the mother's temperature. That first sensation is when the child comes into the world and feels that cold air hitting it, you know, and that is probably traumatizing in his own self, you know, outside of the the whack on the behind and everything. I would think so. That's something to think about and how that is ingrained in the psyche. Actually, you're going to a whole new ecosystem. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Talking about a
2: change of environment. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: I think that's why sometimes people want to have water births. Mm. You know, where that temperature yes. is controlling. You're kind of coming out of the womb, right? right. And you go right. in. of into, a shock.
1: Yeah, and, and that used to trip me out because uh, I was like, "That's cool, putting the kid underwater and everything." They're like, "Yo, you've been in water for like nine months." So <laughs> some that the that the child is used, used to, to, and so so they won't drown. There's not a sense of drowning. But once they come out, the shocking thing is also to feel the air into mm-hmm. their lungs because all that fluid and everything is getting out of their lungs. Right. And uh, that's another sense of touch. It's like that movie The Abyss,
0: touch. right? Your, yes. Uh, your lungs were
2: breathing
1: yeah, water for exactly. nine
0: months. It will remember. It will remember. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also thinking about um, partners and how they maintain connection mm-hmm through touch. And I think so often when we're thinking about uh romantic relationships and like partnering, we forget that friendship aspect of yeah. like just that touch that keeps people connected. That, yeah. that yeah. connective touch.
1: Yeah. Right? Um when you're talking about um intimacy and relationships and mm-hmm. stuff, first of all you you, you can't put the, the cart in front of the horse because, remember, before we even get to that stage of meeting someone yeah. and sharing our lives with them, we have to go through this whole phase of social touch and being comfortable with being touched or and touching ourselves before we even get to the point of relationships. So uh, I think it's going to be very key about establishing good relationships and, and, and good marriages and so forth which is based on how we condition ourselves socially before we meet that person, Mm -hmm. you know, getting comfortable, not only with touching each other, being touched, but also touching ourselves, which is, I think is also an important thing to talk about as well.
0: Right. Right. Um, Elderly people in assisted living so often are not touched and they have done research that shows that they are prone to die faster or they get sick more often when no one comes and touches them. So even if you don't have family members that will come and hold your hands or, um, you know, place their their hands on your head, um, to have assistants that are there that will lay hands upon you uh, you know, in the African-American traditions, laying hands is a big deal, right? Yes. And lay hands on you and bring, you know, bring the illness out of you mm-hmm. and shift the energy. Mm-hmm. And we don't even think about that as like woo woo or, um, you know, new age. We That's like old for us. Yeah. That yeah. you will lay hands on people and uh, make them well. But um, it's so important for them to be touched. I know um, uh, we have um, an elderly family member mm-hmm. that is in assisted living, and we definitely try to come in and stroke his head mm-hmm. and make sure, even if he's, like, not with it, because he yeah. does have dementia, yeah. um, but to, to touch his hands and put
1: our hands. Uh, you think about that old adage, you know, once an adult and twice a child, mm-hmm. because the children, you know, going to adults, and then as they get older, they tend to go back into sort of like that, child phase and we already know how important it is for children Mm uh for the aspect of touch uh if uh many of you are any of you are familiar with the uh, diabolical frederick experiment Mm -hmm. of 12 i believe it's in 1248 where the bavarian king uh, frederick ii did an experiment um in which the byproduct of what he was trying to do ended up having some very bad repercussions. His, his original and initial idea was to see uh, if you don't talk to a child once they're born, what type of language would they automatically learn to speak? So what he did was he had some children abducted and had some nurses that was going to perform this experiment. But as an aspect of that experiment, one thing he told the nurses was that uh, in addition to not letting them hear you speak, just let them learn uh, learn uh, speaking and stuff on their own. Don't touch the child. And they couldn't get the results about uh, children learning to speak on their own because the children unfortunately died because they were devoid of any touch. So we can see how important it is. For a child at a very young age is important. It's, it's uh, essential for their life to be touched and be handled. So as you were saying For elderly people, that need is just as important as they're going into their, you know, their later stages in their life.
0: Right. Um, In the 50s, um, I'm trying to remember who the therapist, (laughs) so-called therapist was. Um, They um, revived that experiment where they had babies that they did not touch. Um, They were in incubators when they cried. There was no contact with them. Um, and they they basically um, created the laws that they have now about um, not doing harm. You can't do tests on human subjects yeah. because yeah. what they were doing was they were taking these children and they were trying to see what would happen if nobody touched them and you know yeah. how maladjusted
1: yeah, it was very um, unethical. would you be <laughs> if mm-hmm.
0: nobody did that for you. So I think what we're getting at is that touch is something that both that most of us need to stay physically emotionally and spiritually healthy um definitely just thinking about the immune system um our lymphatic system uh unlike the circulatory system does not have a pump the circulatory system pumps with the heart right so your blood goes through your body and you can kind of flush out um old blood cells and you know things like that because the heart recycles but the lymphatic system doesn't have a pump so it does rely on our movement and our touch to kind of push those fluids through to get viruses out of your body and toxins Um, so I think that you know we're moving into cold and flu season Mm -hmm. and so this is a really important topic for us to talk about because there's so many ways for us to think about why we need touch, and what touch can do. So we have our guests with us today. Our guests are Deshera Wilson and Linda Gritz. They are LMTs, Certified Energy Healers and Massage Therapists. Hi, I'm
3: Linda Gritz, uh, Licensed Massage Therapist and uh, Reiki Energy Healer. Um, I've been practicing Reiki Energy for 20 years now, and I've uh, been doing massage therapy since 2006. Love being in the wellness field. Um, there's so many aspects to wellness and healing, and I'm just really happy um, to be part of that.
4: I'm DeShara Wilson. I'm a licensed massage therapist and a certified and a certified Reiki master. And um, I'm very passionate about wellness um, and helping people um, from the inside and out. And I'm very happy to be here.
0: We're happy to have you. Um, Our topic today is the healing power of touch. Um, I think that touch... (laughs) What happened? We need a drink? We're gonna give you some booze next time. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna do it next time. We all gonna be hot. <laughs> our topic today is the healing power of touch. And touch is a part of a healthy uh, maintenance ritual. Um, we all know that touch is something that is so important to our everyday emotional health, our spiritual health. Our physical health do you want to say a few things about why you came to this profession
3: my journey started like I said about 20 to 25 years ago when I was going through things myself so I began the journey on how can I heal um, mind body and spirit it's more than just one thing um, they all kind of go together uh, so when we take care of one it helps the other and so on so um, Here I am now like 25 years later and doing what I love, helping people, um, showing people what I've learned um, and what they can do um, to, you know, feel better and start their wellness journey.
4: And since I was young, I've had um, issues with anxiety and depression. And as I got older and started learning about energy and how I can heal myself um, through touch and how the body heals itself, I started doing that for myself and wanted to also help other people.
0: So I think when we talk about touch, we tend to think about it only on a surface level. We think about the ways that touch can make us feel good externally, externally, We like the feeling of fingers on our skin and, you know, sometimes textures are things that can make us feel really comfortable. But what about touch and the immune system? Why is it important for us to equate touch with a whole wellness?
3: Well, I, from what I've learned over the years, um, touch, breath work, meditation all those things kind of go together because when the body mind and spirit are calm from touch because when we have touch we feel good like you said it feels good to be touched have mm-hmm. a hug massage all those things but also when we're doing other things like meditation for the mind again mind body spirit they all go together so when we're when we're focusing on all of those things it's good for the body it's good for your immune system it helps Breath work, breath work helps get oxygen to the brain. Touch helps soothe the body. Um, you know, it they all kind of go together. So it's helping, you know, just imagine when you're stressed and you're anxiety ridden and you're ah, the body reacts. The body doesn't feel good. The mind doesn't feel good. Um, but when we start to when we start to take a deep breath, maybe go for a massage and get that touch. start to feel calm we start to feel good we start to think clearer and feel better so
4: that's true because massage also helps you sleep better and um when you're getting your sleep it helps with you know your brain fog you may have or any anxiety that you have or any issues that you have it's very helpful to touch
0: so both of you are talking a little bit about massage. Um, I think that we're coming to a place where we're starting to think about massage as accessible to everybody, whereas maybe a generation ago, only wealthy people got massages, right? It was a luxury. luxury. It, was luxury. A luxury. luxury. it wasn't about luxury. wellness, right? It's
4: absolutely a necessity. It is part of your regular health care that you need to consider
0: you want to say a little bit more about why it might be a necessity?
3: It's a necessity because, well, first of all, massage, you know, when you're getting massage, you're working on muscles, you're working on, again, mind, body, spirit. It it hits Mm -hmm. on all those points. So after after you leave a massage, you realize, oh, wow, I feel good Mm -hmm. mentally, physically. Um, Why wouldn't you want that a part of your wellness care, Mm -hmm. right? Um, It kind of goes hand in hand with your health care. Um, when we're not getting massage or um, energy work or, or um, wellness care like that, you know, you're, you're, it's, it's part of your regular, you go to the doctor, right, your yearly mm-hmm. checkup. You go to the doctor when you don't feel well. But if mm-hmm. you're getting consistent massage, that touch, you're whether it's two weeks, once a month, you're getting that care. You're You're, you're taking care of yourself. You're giving yourself that care that you deserve that you should have
0: it's a
4: self-love it's a self-love right that's it and depending on your needs and your concerns there's different types of modalities of touch you know neuromuscular you have your lymphatic Mm -hmm. drainage for those type of conditions sports massage for pre-sports or injury um yoga it helps with flexibility so there's different types of modalities you could take advantage of too it's very necessary
3: Right. So that's another thing is each person is different. Mm-hmm. So when I I know for myself, when I meet with a client, I want to know all about them. Mm-hmm. I want to know what their health issues are, what their concerns are, why they're there. It's not just, you know, okay, get a massage. Like people would think like a luxury. I'm going to, the, you know, mm-hmm. it's more than that. I want to know, okay, well, maybe this would work better for them. Mm-hmm. So each person is individual and there for
1: something. Which makes a good point because a lot of people when they're talking about uh, like massage or therapeutic touch they're talking a lot of uh language a lot of vocabulary about moving energy and chi and stuff like that what's the type of advice would you give to the you know always say the common working man the common joe so it doesn't even if he has you know reservations or doesn't really believe in that what kind of advice would you say how this could be beneficial to them
3: well, again, depending on what, you know, are they there just to, because I just need to relax or I just, I've never had massage. And I'm that's why it's really important to talk with the client, to find out what it is and to make them comfortable, to make them understand this is really good for you. And it's really important for me to make my clients comfortable. So maybe you start off with, we're just going to give you, you know, a massage, your muscles, you know, get those muscles relaxed, you know, get your average Joe who's, you know, out there not sure what's, how this could benefit him. Um, You know, get him on the table, let's just get you relaxed. And and usually after the first one, they're like, oh, okay. And then as far as the chi and the energy, it's funny what happens after they start getting massage because Mm -hmm. they start to realize, wow, because we all have energy. We all have energy in us, around us. And that massage is helping with our energy, (laughs) our Mm chi, right? And so it, it bring it home to, in their. Mind. It it starts like, to connect, right? And then you talk more about it, and then maybe you add, like Dushara said, you know, certain modalities. Maybe do a little energy work, and then when they when they're more comfortable, you you know offer that. And once they get that experience after having some massage, then they're like, "Wow, this really all goes nicely right. together." And now I get it. I see all I see where all, see where is. all <laughs> this is about, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> what about the place for
0: touch? And trauma like how is it that we can heal people that have touch aversion or traumas that are so deep that getting close might be a little intense
4: I feel with that talking to the um, patient and communication is key just find out what's going on with them let them know set the expectation what you're going to do and um just let them know that um that you're there to help them and if they have any questions guide them along the way it's very important to go in Mm -hmm. slow and just be open and transparent In in that case
3: so what i've done with people who come in with like high anxiety and and things like that is um, maybe they're not comfortable getting undressed and getting on a table, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll start off with you don't have to. You know, you want to make it a safe space for them as well. You want them to feel comfortable, if they've, uh-huh. especially if they've never had a massage. So you guys have had massage, so you know <laughs> what it's about and, you know, you're comfortable. And, you know, when you go there, this is your space. Right. And you want them to understand that, you know, this is your moment. This is your, you know, time to relax and be comfortable and work on those things and it's it's crazy because a lot of people with trauma will talk a lot sometimes during uh-huh. their first massage because they're kind of you know um but they do get comfortable and it's just a process you know and again each individual is different so you have to kind of talk to them feel them out and again figure out which way to approach and what
4: would be better you know fitting for for them and just to like be comfortable mo- i'm here to help you. Nothing's going to happen that you don't want to happen. And like Linda said, they do eventually loosen up and get comfortable.
3: Right. And then they realize it could be very beneficial for them to, you know, that part of their wellness care.
0: Um, Right. Um, I have an older son who um, had sensory integration disorder along with his Asperger's when he was young. And one of the things that I made note of was that he was given an occupational therapist. And part of what she would do for him would be that she would brush him. And she she had like a brush with very, very fine bristles. and She would brush him and she would also roll him over a ball um, and apply pressure to certain parts of his body. Right. So I think when, when we think about how broad this um, topic is like we could definitely have you come back (laughs) and talk about some different aspects of Mm -hmm. how touch helps. Um, Can we talk a little bit about some things that can enhance massage such as aromatherapy?
3: Sure. Um, So I'm also certified in aromatherapy. Mm -hmm. Um, It smell, Mm -hmm. right? Smell. You smell certain colognes, perfume, But aromatherapy using essential oils, lavender is relaxing. Um, Certain lemons are more uplifting. Mm -hmm. And we all know when we smell certain smells, oh, that that smells so good. Oh, that makes me feel calm. Or it makes me, or it gives me some, you know, certain things you smell even kind of uplifts, it gives you some energy. So when we incorporate that into our treatment, whether we're doing energy work or um, massage therapy, it um enhances it so the, between the smell and the massage it it kind of again you're you're touching on not just one thing your mm-hmm. mind body spirit you're you're touching on on more than that
1: um with smell which is a a really good strategy because then you'll be able to coordinate and couple the relaxing therapeutic touch with the smell so mm-hmm. as you said smell and aromatherapy really recalls on the, the sense of recall Right. so that when you smell it, it's like it it puts them in a sense of calm it puts them in a sense of
3: calm it. and then at the end of the massage what I usually do too is I'll give them an uplifting smell for when they're finishing up so you use different smells during the you know so like you said at the beginning you would do something to relax them get them in yeah. that mode and relax during the massage and then at the end give them something a little more uplifting so now they're ready to kind of wake up and
0: you know energize a little bit so yeah So my last question is, how can we, if we can't get to a place where massage therapy is being conducted, we can't get to a spa, what are some ways that we might think of um, at least starting a program of self-touch or partners um, touching each other so that they can definitely get some of that calm and relax and de-stressing um from touch you can use reflexology on each other with your hands
4: Mm -hmm. and your feet Mm -hmm. that always that's very calming reflexology reflexology is good
3: and i always um you know self-care again self-care um there's plenty of things you can look up today you go online on the internet and everything and massage when I went to massage school they teach you self-massage you know massaging your shoulders massaging your arms believe it or not you know people be like oh it can but it is if you put on some soothing music you rub your hand I know I do it all the time I'm a massage therapist I'll rub my hands my arms I'll even sit in a meditative state and I'm rubbing my arms and my shoulders and Mm -hmm. it feels good it gets me relaxed um so, yeah, so that's, again, self-love. You know, you're, Apparently. yeah.
0: Is this something that you're thinking of teaching uh, some short workshops on at some point? Yeah, I mean. Just the wanna, reflexology e- you,
3: piece? Um, I mean, educating people on massage and, you know, getting massage out there and what we do. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. that's something that, you know, you want to educate people on the benefits of massage therapy mm-hmm. and, um, you know, how it can help. and wellness and make it part of your um wellness uh you know journey journey Journey. (laughs) yes
0: well we'll definitely be reaching out to you to have you come to our place so that people in the community can have access to your knowledge if we want to reach you where can we find you (laughs) how can we get in touch with you um you can look me
3: up on instagram facebook my name is linda gritz um Um, I'm my social media and my phone number 203-906-6836. I do. I also do house calls, you know, for um, certain clients for that maybe can't get to the spa or whatever, you know, it's not convenient for them. Um, But yeah. You want to but say your me. phone number one more time? Sure. My phone number is
0: 203-906-6836. Awesome. And yeah. how about you? And this
4: you can reach say. me, Deshara Wilson, 813-802-0557. Um, you can also find me. I'm a medical massage therapist as well. My Instagram is I'm your spiritual gangsta. Oh. And you have, oh. I love it. <laughs> if you have any questions, about health wellness what you need to do or if you want me to come pay you a visit um, and lay hands just send me a dm or send me a text
0: these ladies are absolutely awesome i can vouch for them myself as can my husband um thank you so much mr shara and thank you miss linda thank you for having thank you for having us
1: Thank you for joining us. This has been the Alchemy of Wellness's The Healing Power of Touch. Tune in to our next episode, Exercise and Fitness for All. For more health tips and information, visit our website at www.southernalchemywellnessllc.com. Follow us on Instagram at Southern Alchemy Wellness and join our Patreon at patreon.com backslash Wellness. Stay healthy.